Yo. Yo, what's happening? How are you? Look at you all in a fancy spot. <laughs> are you guys watching the kids? Yeah. Nice. Is it date night? For them? Yeah. No, no. He's uh, he's actually heading out on assignment, and then uh, I'm helping out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Twins is great. So, so you're watching the the kids like for a couple of days, or just? Uh... Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm doing a tour of Burbank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tour of the islands. Until, until Friday, and then I head to. Uh, then I have a match in Koreatown. Oh, nice! So I, one I, match. I heard of the death I do match. a tournament in Burbank, and then uh, <laughs> I got a double hitter in Koreatown. So. Oh man, you got to be careful in Koreatown because I heard that match is stiff. Real yeah. stiff. <laughs> she she connects with the crowd though. But, uh, <clears throat> well, she's not going to heal in the crowd like you would. So. Yep. Oh man, how are you doing? I'm good, man. We uh we were up in uh, Ventura for a hot second, um over the weekend. Um you know just kind of like a family vacation kind of thing, but uh. But uh, yeah, um other than that, just kind of chilling. Did her brother go? Yeah, her brother was there. Um, his girlfriend was there. Um, you know, and uh, her parents and us and little home slice. So nice. Yeah, it was a nice little chill, little uh, little vacation. Well, that's special, anyways, though, because um, you know, just being functional and yeah. her having family time is like super major, you know what I mean? Yeah, and little home slice likes hanging out with people and stuff. You know, she's so she's social. I don't know where she gets that from, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh so uh, what'd you guys do this weekend? Uh we celebrated her birthday on Friday. Oh, that's right. And Happy then, birthday uh, there, Chupa. And then we um hung out, watched the babies on Sunday. And then the rest of the weekend, she just wanted to chill. So it's like, that's the so best be kind it. of birthday, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the best kind of birthday. Low key, super low key, and um, she took yeah. on Loki. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, so um, back to the twins for a second. Are they are they pretty like chill kids? Because I mean, you know, like taking care of one is is kind of a a handful, but two of them, who are twins. Um, do they seem pretty chill, or are they just kind of, is one more chill yeah, than the other? Yeah, I think other? so. I mean, yeah, they have their moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're babies. They're babies. <laughs> they're babies. I, that's all I can say. I don't know what's a bad baby and what's a good baby, but yeah. they have their moments. So they can't speak to you, so it's yeah. either cry or not cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're happy, they smile and giggle, and then they uh, they cry, then they cry. Is there, is there one that gravitates more towards you than the other one? Or? No, we're trying to... Give them as much love as we can, just both. Yeah, of course. Because um, it's important, you know what I mean? We don't want either of them to have a, a complex, you like, know what I mean? I'll see how it is. <clears throat> so, uh, Thanks yeah, a lot, exactly. Uncle Puma. <laughs> yeah, and and so it's funny, like Chupa Cake got super upset today because somebody left a comment on uh, their mom's Facebook Talking about, oh, the such and such is my favorite. And it's like, you don't say that. Nah. 
You didn't even say that with just siblings. Just yeah. shut the fuck up and and appreciate everybody for who they are. Exactly. Because especially twins, they're they're gonna be um, they're gonna be in each other's lives forever. So compared to each other for the rest of their lives, yeah. so you might as well just give them all the love you can and not play favorites. And uh, and that that's how it is. Yeah, my 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 parents had had a favorite, and it all I, I felt like it always caused like issues because you know that favorite happened to be me. Because <laughs> you know I was the one supposed to, supposedly saving them from poverty, so like I always felt like you know you know that's I mean one that's a lot of pressure for a kid, but two like you know that's resentful shit to your other siblings who are like well you know what the fuck man. <laughs> and then it didn't help that you kept doing the uh, Rob Van Dam pose every time. So. Right, it's like no, <laughs> especially when they turn their backs. I'm like best son ever. <laughs> exactly. Oh. They give you they give you praise and you're telling your brother and sister to suck it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> mommy, daddy, uh, my brother told me to suck it. I'm like, no, I would not use those unkind words. That that is not very civilized. <laughs> oh man, so uh, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do this. Are right. you already recording or what? Yeah, man, always recording. Let's do it. You are now listening to the Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone. I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. So we had a pretty dandy two days of wrestling. And no, I don't mean Raw and SmackDown. Um, I mean this uh, tournament that got filmed last week that we finally got to see this week, the uh, UK tournament. Um, Man. I, what a damn show, man! It was yeah, so good. <laughs> what a great two night stint that they had over there, and um, solid wrestling, some outstanding matches, and uh, you know just the establishing of the UK base is this is nice. It's a nice start. Yeah, we got to see some new faces. Um, we got to see some faces we've seen before. We obviously got to see the ones that we're very familiar with in the UK scene that the, you know, the WWE has been using for a while. And, uh, and obviously the big news that, you know, they're now finally, um, launching this brand, uh, NXT UK and they'll be filming, I wrote down the days, um, the, the first day they're filming will be July 28th and 29th. And then they'll be doing another taping, the 25th and the 26th. So I can only assume, oh, yeah, and the October 13th and 14th. So that should take us October 13th and 14th and then November 24th and 25th. So to me, that seems like that takes us clear into the new year. So this seems like it's all all systems go and that we're pretty much getting this, this, uh, this brand at some point in late July. And I'm wondering if their major titles are going to be defended on on takeovers. You know what I mean? Like, do they have their own takeover, or do they just throw them in with the original brand? Um, you know, I just don't know. You know, I don't know. I um, hmm. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to sneeze. Ah, excuse me. Um, you know, it's. I've, I've been thinking about that because I, I I still feel like. Between 
NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live, I still feel like they can do a super clash show um, where once a year they can do you know those three specific brands on one specific big show you know that would only go three hours, not 16 hours. Um, but I can see them probably doing their own specials. Why not? I mean, you know, I don't think they have to do the amount that, uh, you know, OG NXT does. But, you know, even if they had two a year that built up the stuff, I, th- I think that would be a good start. And maybe not even call them takeovers, call them, you know, you know, something else. Right. And so do you think their specials are actually part of their taping dates? So I'm thinking kind of like it's a, like a Lucha Underground situation where like their major stuff, their major cards are going to be just done during the tapings. Maybe it'll be the last half of an afternoon where they, they tape, you know, a two hour special. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that that last date in November being something that they build towards that either builds to something, you know, at, at the, in December or in January, since January is usually kind of like a good month to start. Um, the one thing I was kind of curious about would be if, if we would get more more of a presence in, like, Royal Rumble matches and that kind of thing, or, um, you know, when Raw and SmackDown are in the U.K., if we'll get more of these guys kind of popping up on those kind of shows. Yeah, it would be nice to see, like, a Pete Dunne I mean, or a Joe Coffey in the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just to add a little interest and uh, for me I think the biggest thing is you know as we see the cream rise to the top just the dream matches that are available like if they would I mean gosh there's dream matches of the WWE that they still won't pull the trigger on but just the idea of you know just seeing a Rusev go up against a Joe Coffee would be amazing you know yeah I'm I'm wondering if 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 the ultimate plan for the UK is is similar to this U, this NXT, where essentially it's a breeding ground for the other shows, or if it'll be kind of contained in its own thing, you know? Yeah. So, what'd you think of the first round? Well, I was going to pull up the first round, but all of a sudden my my computer looks like it's going to restart itself. Do you have the first first round matches there? While this I do. Boots itself. All right. So... <laughs> Um, the first round matches were Jack Gallagher versus uh, Zach Gibson, Joe Coffey versus Dave Mastiff, uh, Flash Morgan Webster going over Jordan Devlin, and then Travis Banks advancing over Ashton Smith. Uh, for me, it was a little bit of a rough first round. Um, really? I thought the best match for me was uh, Flash Morgan Webster versus Jordan Devlin. Yeah. I thought that was good. I thought the other three matches were just okay. For me, I was more into like just how these wrestlers presented themselves, just in character, in the ring, uh, and, and that was good. But as far as the matches themselves, I thought they were just okay. Yeah, I, I, I I'm going to agree with you. I, I think uh, the match that uh, uh, Flash Morgan Webster had with uh, Jordan, Jordan, I, I think that match was probably my favorite of the tournament matches from night one. Um, but I, I do feel like they did a good job of getting over um, Zach Gibson. And I feel like they did a good job of kind of pushing um, Travis Banks uh, in that kind of face role. Um, I, I think that they did a good job, um, you know, kind of just making sure that you knew 
who to root for and who not to root for. I yeah, and uh, I don't know, man. I really think Flesh Morgan Webster just has super charisma. I I really like that guy a it, lot. Um, it's it's fascinating that he can have so much charisma by sometimes not even doing much. Like he just there's just something about him that's just just you know exudes. Um, something that's just so unique it's yeah and and i like him in pwg Uh, every time he's gone there uh, he gets a great reaction and um it's kind of funny man what a difference a year makes uh jordan devlin did not look this good a year ago i thought the same thing clean he is legit and um i thought they would do more with him considering uh just how much buzz he's gotten lately on my timeline anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed. So I hope he sticks around. I hope they signed him, I guess. I, I'm not sure how it works, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that most of the, most of the people that we saw, if not all of them are, you know, pretty much, you know, contracted to something WWE ish. So I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing most of those guys again. Um, I did, I did find it funny. Like, you know, you know how it is with, with the UK, they just come up with the most, original chance um and 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 right off the bat you know uh Channing at gibson if you hate zach gibson stand up so everybody would stand up <laughs> i'm like uh it's just a matter of time before like they incorporate you know american fans see that and they'll try to incorporate that into uh into the uh you know the wwe vernacular yeah they just got better at night too which we'll get to um but what'd you think of the woman three-way between Tony Storm, Killer Kelly, and Isla Dawn? So it was my first time seeing Isla Dawn and Killer Kelly. I, I like. Um, I thought the match um, was short but entertaining. Um, it was my first time, like I said, seeing uh, Killer Kelly properly. Um, I kind of like her presence. I you know I think that that she's a good character. I think that you know a couple years down the road she's going to be dope as fuck. Um, there's just something about her that's just very like. I don't know. It, it's she. I don't want to call her an MMA fighter because you know I don't want to pigeonhole her in that kind of stuff. But there's something cool about her character. But um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I, I thought it was entertaining. I was entertained by that match. Yeah, for me, if I think it's her her facials. Yeah. For lack of a better word, facials like just and, and just screaming. The way she emotes is yeah is pretty amazing. Um, I don't know. It's kind of funny when that match happened, especially with introductions. I I said to Chupacake, I was like, why do the chicks have way better music than the dudes? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wasn't I thought I their entrances the were were like a level or two levels above the dudes uh entrance music. Yeah, I'm hoping it was kinda of funny. They they might they, they might need to send out those uh that CFO group and uh kinda hone some of these some of these uh some of these uh themes because some of them just were not they were not good <laughs> yeah and then uh so what you think in the next round in the semifinal round um we had flash gibson flash morgan webster uh losing to zach gibson and then joe coffee um going against travis banks who uh barely got that round alive and i also like the uh the injury angle i like the injury angle and i like the fact that with Joe Coffey, they they're they're planting seeds for other stuff down the road, which you know I, I think I think is important for this 
tournament and for, you know, past this tournament. So I like the fact that they're kind of, you know, um, building more, especially on what they did on night two. But, uh, yeah, I, I like these matches. I like, I, I, like I said, I, Flash Morgan Webster, I thought, got, got over um, really well. And I think Zach Gibson plays a pretty good piece of shit. Um, so for me, I would say, um, and I don't want to compare the, the undercard matches to the main event, but I thought Coffee versus Banks was my, my favorite as far as the earlier rounds in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I like Joe Coffee a lot. Yeah, I, and, and, and I, I like what they'll be hopefully doing with him and his brother. Um, he, he's just a big, agile dude. Yeah, but but he still wrestles big. Yeah, and I, and I like how he lays everything in, and uh, yeah, his offense looks really good. Um, but then you know, of course, we got the match of the night in my arguably match of the night in uh, Undisputed versus Mustache Mountain. I don't think I don't Pete think there's Dunn. a I don't think there's a there's there's anything to dispute. That was match of the night. That was so fucking good <laughs> honestly I, I wouldn't even uh, argue with anybody if they said if it, it was match of the uh, the two nights yeah it, it, and and just i gotta say the the two most over people that seemed to me were, were definitely um pete dunn and uh, adam cole which i think is a mega mega match waiting to happen um hopefully they save that for a major major card you know yeah uh, that was uh, <laughs> so good. Like, um, just everything about it. Like, everybody got shine. It was a very high pace match. Like, uh, just everything about that match was great. Like, I, while we're talking, I ended up putting a night two on right now, just kind of in the background, um, again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, and then so uh, Zach Gibson and Travis Banks. I thought that, um, you know, I th- I thought they were telling a good story with uh, Gibson focusing on the. Uh, on the injured arm of Travis Banks. Um, and the crowd bit on the, the near falls really well. So, But they really, I, I thought they did a solid job getting over his uh, Shankly Gates uh, submission hold. It was solid. Yeah, I, I think if anything, I think that was one of the better stories told over the, the two specials is um, they protected that finisher for sure. Yeah. And, and it really lended itself to a, a climactic night too. You know, yeah. I mean, you know that you spent one entire night building over that. This is the ma- this is the move that's going to beat everybody, and you know, can the champion, you know, you know, fight out of this move? So yeah, I thought the I thought the the last half of the the card definitely was a a lot uh, a lot sharper than the beginning of the of the card. But either way, even if the matches were not as you know, I don't want to say spectacular. Um, I was still entertained. I was still entertained yeah. from beginning of that show to the end of that first night, uh, more so than I would have been if I watched three hours of something else yesterday. Yeah, it's just just wrestling and good wrestling. There wasn't a bad match at all. Yeah. Um, it's just to have a two-hour show focusing on wrestling and good characters. Straight into uh, the point. Nothing that's insulting. Um, what can I say? Really great. Yeah. Um, moving on to night two, uh, we had another argue, arguable match of the night in uh, the tag match between Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era. Um, I thought it was really good. 
Yeah, I really. I don't know that. if I like it more than the six man tag from the night before, but I, I did like this match a lot. Yeah, I feel like the for me, I think the six man just inches it out just a little bit, but I still think it was you know top tier match for that for for tonight. Um, I thought that was a great match. I really enjoyed that tag match. Yeah, we'll and see more. It just made me want to see Tyler Bate versus Kyle O'Reilly somewhere down the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My God, their interactions were just, it's what you want, you know what I mean? <laughs> so then after and then the, the, go ahead. After that, we, we got um, Killer Kelly versus Charlie Morgan, which was just okay to me. Yeah, um, it was okay, and I'm assuming they've wrestled each other before, but uh, I don't know, maybe it was the scope of the event, but uh, I... I found it just okay as well. What would you think of the uh, number one contenders match with uh, Mark Andrews, Travis Banks, Flash Morgan Webster, and the returning Noam Dar? Well, I love the reaction they gave for Noam. Yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. I like his tights also. Um, I thought it was fun. And I always feel like uh, Mark Andrews is special, man. He's, he's a top-notch performer for sure. I, I don't know when they're going to, like, pull the trigger on him. Yeah. Because he gets a good reaction every time. Well, and the thing about that kid is, is you know, he, he's such a natural baby face. You know? Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, but I enjoyed this match. I thought it was good. Um, now, now, I wonder if you keep Noam Dar as part of this UK brand or if you put him back on 205 Live. I honestly, like, seeing him wrestle... Here in the UK versus what he was doing um, at 205 Live, I, I say keep him here. Yeah, I mean, he's just better with a, a crowd that gets him. That gets know. it, and, they, and, 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 you know, they don't have to do stupid, you know, you know, I mean, you're doing five-minute matches on TV. We're here, you know, I'm, I know that once the brand gets going there, he's not going to be able to do, you know, um, long-winded matches, but regardless, I feel like they'll still let him go here Versus what he's doing on 205 Live. And I like that it got everybody over. Um, I thought everybody looked good. I like how Banks, you know, showed how he's like the hard-hitting guy that, that works really, really hard in the ring. Um, I don't know why. I, like, it's funny. Seeing him in a WWE ring, I thought, wow, he's, he's not as big as, as, as I've seen him in, like, progress matches. <laughs> Yeah, well, when he was at Bola last year, um, gosh, he he was pretty small in that PWG ring compared to the other guys. Yeah, I think he was up against Ricochet on night two, I believe it was, and you know Ricochet is already small, and then Travis Bank, he he's like, gosh, I think he's like Dynamite Kid size, oh, for wow. lack of a better word, you know. Yeah. But he makes up for it in intensity and just... Yeah, he, I know, mean, he wrestles like like he's a big fucking dude. His skill level is, is definitely top-notch. It's world-class. Um, what did you think about the uh, Adam Cole defense? Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought, um, you know, I, I like the fact that this this there was history between the two of them and it was kind of, um, you know, it was a callback to fucking, what, a year ago or something? Um, I thought it was a solid match. 
I, I had no problems with it. Yeah, I think uh, if anything, <clears throat> it's just seeing how Adam Cole is just super over. Super like Adam Cole is like mega over. I mean, and, um, <laughs> you might want to think about moving that guy over to this this brand instead. <laughs> well, I mean, not that in, he's not over in a, in a in NXT, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I thought the match was good, and um, but I thought you know at the end. When when the crowd was chanting for him to do it one more time, I was like, "Oh come on, please don't! Like yeah. just flip him off and pretend you're going to do it, but then not." But yeah. then uh, he totally did it, and yeah, that was huge. It's funny. That's I thought like, I thought the same thing. I thought he'd he he you know he would like trick him, but uh, you know he'd flip him the bird right, like yeah. just flip him off right when he does it. Fuck but, you! Um, <laughs> you're not getting this. Yeah, fuck it. Like they they like that dude. And and deservedly so. Yeah. So if if he's going to be a badass and and quote unquote a heel, but still get their reaction, I mean they might have another Austin on their hands if if you they, know they got the, he's got that if he maintains that course. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that you know I, I felt like Undisputed Era kind of just started off kind of slow and. They weren't doing much with them, but I think they've got they've kind of found a good pace for this for this group now, and uh, I just think they need to wreck shop a little bit more. But yeah, it's a solid it's a solid tandem. I mean, I think all four dudes are solid as fuck. Yeah, and then um, you know he has his catchphrase, which is yep. like Built super in. over, like you know, and and that's what they want. They want something that is going to almost transcend wrestling. And, you know, give it some time. God, his his ceiling is super high. You know, yeah. as far as the potential is concerned. Um, then moving into that great great tag team match between uh, <laughs> Ricochet and Alistair Black. Oh man! Versus Velveteen Dream and EC3. I think for me, just right off the bat, every entrance was epic, with an epic reaction. Like everybody came off like a main eventer. And and this was like the same thing. deserving. Uh, this could have headlined any pay per view, honestly. Yeah, this could have been a this could have been a takeover uh, main event for sure. Um, that one moment when uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black both uh, sit down in the ring. Yeah, I I marked out so hard. Like <laughs> I was eight years old, dude. Seriously. I mean, it's just uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 why it's why I have the problem with 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 what exactly NXT is because I can watch shit like this forever. And if these guys never went to the main roster, I'd be a O fucking K with it. Yeah. Um, like it, it just keep so, them separate. It just feels so special here. I mean, you, you're going to end up probably seeing this match on SmackDown like four years from now, and it's going to be a nothing match and nobody's going to get into it. And it's just going to be a goddamn shame because like we saw them here at the, this UK tournament and it was just like such, just so fucking fun, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I got full New Japan vibes, like just good wrestling, great crowd, everything making sense. It was pretty amazing. Um, then we had the women's title match well, uh, with Shayna Baz- Baszler and, and Tony Storm. Well, before that, uh, after that match was over, uh, I kind of liked how they kind of teased a little bit, like Ricochet taking the belt from the ref and kind of he handed it to Alistair. You know, like, hey, motherfucker, like, you know, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and 
but the funny thing is, as as dope as that match is, and I, I'm sure it'll happen down the line, I don't know if it's going to happen for the title. Think about that main event scene. It's like, oh yeah, there's Ciampa. Oh yeah, there's Gargano and all these people that could possibly go for the title. And then, oh shit, uh, Keith Lee's coming in. And it's like, yep. Jesus, what a great problem. Yeah, it, it's a good problem to have. I'll, I'll say that every time. Um, so back to the f- women's match. Um, I thought it was good. And I actually thought that the finish was refreshing. Yeah, I, it was It was it definitely a different um, vibe for a match because it was a little more ground and pound. Um, you know, uh, Shayna was focusing more on, on the leg of Tony Storm and kind of keeping her grounded. And, and I think Tony just has a, a, a great knack for you know, remembering and, and, and kind of playing off that, kind of like um, like Matt Jackson with his back. Like, she'd go for a, a move, but she would, like, you know, either not do it because of her leg and sell the leg or, or just kind of you could... Just the way that she would sell, like, she didn't get all of the moves. Um, oh, yeah. And and just seeing her in agony holding the ankle in the corner while uh, Shayna was going to work, it's like, oh, man... Um, Although it's funny, the, the, the ending of this match was kind of, it was reminiscent to me of the gauntlet match on SmackDown a couple weeks ago where Joe was trying to do the same thing to Daniel Bryan. He was trying to choke him out outside and get the count-out victory, but then um, Bryan fought back, and it was Joe that got counted out. So it was kind of like the right. reverse of that. But, um, yeah, I think I think Tony Storm is, is the perfect person to head your U.K. Um, women's division. She's, yeah, if she's anything though, I, I my only worry is that she she's obviously a notch above her counterparts in NXT UK. I mean, which yeah. is fine, but it's like, you know, she also needs somebody at her level to to battle with. I think. Yeah, I mean, but right now she's heads and tails above. Like later, unless it, they bring Nikki Storm over, you know. Sure. Um, I mean, they had that problem later. You know, later in Oscar's like you know, tenure, I mean, you know, she started getting a little thin on, on competition. Um, but, you know, she still had solid matches with, with, with the rest of that roster. Uh, but like I said, you can, you, you know, you can either elevate somebody who's already in the UK. Like, I mean, the, the, it's weird because when they originally um, announced that four-way f- for the night before, I believe Ginny was part of that. But then all of a sudden it turned into a triple threat. So, there's you know she's still out there. Um, you know there's a lot of viable options to to give her like a good con, you know contender if they end up putting the title on her. Um, and hopefully it inspires people to just step up. Yeah, I you mean, know what I mean because you know when everyone left and it was only Oscar, iconic stepped up in a major way and and yeah. Yeah. So it'll take a little while, but um. Yeah, I like that match. Um, and then we had the final. Jesus Christ, this match, man. I, um, you know, luckily there was one, you know, who, who won the tournament was kind of spoiled by me because of the interwebs. Um, but who won this match was not spoiled to me. So I didn't see the outcome. So I, I was literally watching it, not knowing who was going to win this match. Um, there was a couple of points where I thought, Jesus Christ, they're just going to give it to Zach Gibson. I mean, they're, they're just going to fucking pull the trigger. It was that good of a match to me. Yeah, well, I think uh, 
as good as Zach Gibson was, it was Pete Dunne's performance. He was yeah. just so great that I, he made this match. Yeah, he's and definitely. I'll give Zach a little credit, but like it was for me, it was all Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is so is good. Definitely, their like super main eventer. Yeah. Like if they want to, um, if they want to keep the title on that kid for fucking, you know, years and shit, and just kind of build that kind of craziness. Like I am, I am okay with them trying to do that with him because the kid is just solid as fuck. Yeah, no, he he gets tons of heat. He he really does. I mean, when he's in peril, you feel it. His comebacks are pretty great. Um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Which is which is funny because like he just plays a nor a, like a really like natural piece of shit, but goddamn, he does play a really good like good guy, like a good guy in peril. He really plays that really fucking well. Yeah, and I thought his comeback was. Uh, off the charts it really was um so overall what do you think was your match of the night match of the uh event of the tournament? i guess i should say of yeah the, of the whole of the whole two shows both cards yeah Oof. i'm gonna i'm still gonna stick with the six man i think yeah i agree um for me it's a six man and then it's almost like a three-way tie between the tag match um, Both tag matches, the Ricochet <laughs> tag match, and then and then the final. I think they're all up there, yeah. and I think those are the matches that saved this event, that that really put this event at a next level. You know. Yeah, I, I gotta say, That's, if if we're comparing this tournament, the two night tournament to the last one, I think this one was far superior. Um, where you know there was two distinct nights last the last time they did the tournament, which. You know, night two was obviously a lot stronger. Um, you know, and, and night one just seemed a, a little weaker. Um, I feel like this, this, these two nights were far superior to those, um, to the last tournament. I will say the last tournament to me had a, um, I think they had better talent as far as performers. You think? Yeah, I'd have to go back, but I just feel like, and here's the question for you. I, I was thinking about this tournament, and I think everyone's good, mm-hmm. but I think we all know who that next tier is as far as um, people from Europe. Sure. Like, I think number one for me, and, and Chupa Kick and I were discussing this, I think we both agree that Zack Sabre Jr. is number one. Yeah. We think Pete Dunne is number two. Um, and then maybe Will Ospreay. So it's kind of interesting how, you know, if there is a divide, you know, we have the top three or four people in Europe in NXT, and the other top three guys are in New Japan Ring of Honor, you know? Yeah. With um, Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, and Marty Skrull. Yeah, there's there's a difference in skill level, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's you know I I think that's I mean I mean like Jordan uh, Devlin was was a perfect example. I mean, you know, sometimes it's 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 just getting more seasoning, you know. So yeah, because I, I, I think look, he's there. Yeah, I mean, what does that kid look like in a year? You know, he could be even more dope. Exactly. You know, so it, it's just uh, you know, it's just a, and, and this is the perfect stage for it. I mean, they're going to get the the proper shine. You know, I, they're they're going to be on a national stage. Or a, a worldly stage, I should say, because he, I can only assume that, and the, this and new NXT gets 
time on the network, which is going to be worldwide. So these guys are going to, you know, become household names soon enough, or semi-household yeah. names. Yeah. For me, it's it's the uh, it's the dream matches that are going to come from this as they get bigger and their stars grow. Yeah. Um, you know, my God, uh, you know, I just want to see Daniel Bryan and Pete Dunne, like, now. Oh. Yeah, you want to do, like, a special... Well, even, like... Um, uh, you know, I was going to talk about it a little bit, but I mean, even, even just kind of how, um, you know, like Adam Cole was like, you know, uh, got permission to wrestle for uh, Evolve uh, against Walter, or you know, uh, Hideo Tommy gets to wrestle, you know, um, at this uh, to, to, uh, Marafuji's twentieth anniversary show. Like, you know, you can kind of do the same thing interpromotional and just like lend Daniel Bryan off to the UK for a special match with Pete Dunne, you know? It's like, why not? It's, why not? And, and, and that'll pack the house. It really will. If they're doing, you know, moderate-sized theaters like this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, this theater was beautiful. God damn it, this thing was so pretty. Yeah, it's pretty much a bucket list for me now. It's, yeah. it's like, damn, I need to go over there. Yeah, I mean, it's the, gonna happen. the last last year's was, was pretty dope as well, but this one is just... God damn it, man. Yeah, and, and the way they lit it, too. Like, yeah. certain shots from the ring point of view, and it's like, oh, and you're looking up, and it's just parts of the building were lit, so you can see the intricacies of the, of the design and architecture. It's like, oh, man. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I definitely want to go more so now to make that, that UK wrestling trip. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's got to be done. So, yeah, overall, um, if we had a scale, I don't know. Someday we'll have to think of one. Uh, I don't know if it's four Ray Mysterio masks or two thumbs up, whatever you want to say. But uh, I think yeah, I'm not a big... because of those four matches, I would say this, this tournament is definitely worth seeking out as yeah, far as I, I wrestling mean, quality. I, usually, usually, you know, I, it's either thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs up for me. I, you know, giving kind of like ratings is... I don't know, I've never been good at that, but I'd definitely say it was definitely a thumbs up to, to catch this tournament and, um, and just enjoy some wrestling, you know? Not, not a lot of frills. I mean, straight into the point matches. Um, you know, they build up, you know, little, excuse me, short stories in, 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 in the tournament, like, you know, Zach, Zach Gibson's finisher or the injury to, uh, um, to Travis Banks. I, it's just... Simplicity, but in, a, in that wrestling form that just makes it just entertaining to watch. Like, never was I, never did, I'll tell you what, the best barometer for me when I'm watching wrestling is if I picked up my phone in the middle of it, besides to write notes. You know, if I'm like doodling on like the interwebs on like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, um, that's usually not a good sign. And that's how I mostly watch, you know, mostly raw Sometimes SmackDown too, but I didn't. And occasionally, up. when we uh, when we do WWE pay per views, we're we're yeah. all on our phones. Yeah, we're like, usually oh. on our phones. But like with this tournament, I the only time I ever picked up my phone was after each match, just to write a just, just to jot down a few notes on the match. Um, so that right there should tell you more than enough. Yeah, and and also for me though, it's it's just having those moments. Like I said, like when I do feel like I'm eight and I'm marking out and all of a sudden really magical and real to me that's like okay this this match reached that point and, and 
I think it got to that point at least, you know, three matches, which is great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think uh, having Morrow and, uh, and Nigel on commentary, I think, um, also just added the whole thing as well. That fool added so many <laughs> old man references. Uh, it was ridiculous. He's he's kind of the best. I'm I'm curious to see if he'll end up being the voice for for both NXT brands. Um, I hope so. I don't I don't see why not. Yeah. Between him and Nigel, so, I'm a okay with it. They don't need a three man yeah. booth. They really don't. Now I want to like read some dirt sheets and find out who's actually booking this. You know what I mean? It would, it would be nice to see who's in charge, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, producing this show, I'll be curious. I'll wonder if, like, who's who's flying over to do this. Right. But, yeah, man, I'm thoroughly entertained, and I can't wait till the end of July when they start really making this more of a weekly thing. I have so many more reasons not to watch the bigger shows, and, 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 and still watch... It's strange. <laughs> I, there's no need for me to watch the bigger shows, but I'm still watching WWE, which is kind of insane to, to think in this day and age. Well, this is where it's at. It's it's what I enjoy. It's like, just give me wrestling. Just That's give me it. wrestling. No, no flash if it has no substance. Yeah. And, and I, don't need, I don't need crappy storylines or whatever. I just need just good shit, man. Anyways, I think uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. Did you um, did you want to uh, list off really quick? Um, I have the list in front of me, um, but Pro Wrestling Guerrilla did release their um, their list of uh, the 2018 PWG Battle of Los Angeles tournament um, uh, tournament uh, wrestlers. And if you wanted to go through that real quick, or if the it highlights. Whole list. I, I, I'm gonna assume our listeners like already know it, but it's like the whole list is, and and this has been mentioned a few times on my timeline, anyways. That this might have been, this might be the greatest bola lineup in the history of bolas. Um, and for me, I think it's it's arguably the greatest, and not because I've seen everybody, but it's diversity. Yeah, like you have at least three or four people from all around the world from every part that's being represented. And um, so it's kind of like the first round is really just going to be dream matches, depending on how, who they put who with who. And uh, so for me, it's, it's like the person I'll be rooting for most is probably going to be Bandito and and DJZ. And, and they better have, their sound guy have that horn effect because um, if I get that moment, I'm assuming that I'm actually going to get tickets. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you thought you thought this new venue was was uh, a lot bigger, right? It's about uh, three hundred more, three hundred people more. Okay. And so uh, chances might be a little better. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's that's all I need to hear. And then my weekend will be complete. You know what I mean? Yeah. DJ Z getting his horn played after he does a sick move, I'll be happy. Um, <laughs> and then between now and then, I, I just want to do research and I want to see at least two or three matches of, of uh, the people who I don't know or I'm not familiar with. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great list, man. So, so yeah, good. just give me some Bandito, just give me some uh, Incredible Six Mans. It's gonna be the best weekend ever for wrestling, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Since the last best weekend ever. <laughs> yeah, and that's how good wrestling is. So far, it's been a pretty sweet year, man. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll talk more. And then also, we should probably do a preview for um, New Japan next week. So we'll oh, yeah. figure that out. Sure. When are, they, when are they running that show? It's Saturday. This next coming? Saturday. Not this Two Saturday. Saturdays. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to do that for sure. So, yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up, B. <laughs> Until then, I am Mascara de Fuego. And I am Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone.